Full disclosure, this no- next guest uh, we booked for purely selfish reasons. Um, I need to know what's going on. But I know it applies to a whole lot of people out there. A lot of people. I'm talking about wasps. They are out of control. Uh, as you know, I had last week off. So I've got this old hot tub in my backyard. It's been. I, I don't think it's worked. It could be 10 years since this thing actually last worked. And I figured, well, I got some time. I'm going to see if I can't fix it. Now, the way that it is, it's built into the deck, okay? So you have to slide back these wooden steps. Once you do that, you get them out of the way. Now you've got a hole that's probably, I don't know, two and a half feet wide by six feet long where you can drop down and access the pumps and the heaters and all those things, right? So I'm down there working on that. And there's one hornet buzzing around. No big deal. It wasn't bothering me. I wasn't bothering him. Everything was fine. So I do what I'm doing down there. Then I get up and I flip open the lid to the hot tub. And suddenly there is a cloud of angry wasps everywhere. Thousands of them. So I got to leap out of this hole, bang my shin, crash over the chair, somehow bent the shelf on my barbecue. I think. I think. I don't even know. Um, And went running into the house screaming and crying. Then... It's war with the wasp time, right? Well, you try and find wasp spray in this part of the world. Good luck. It's impossible to find because there are so many wasps, and they're everywhere, and people are finding nests, and they're ruining picnics, and and the whole thing. They're a real problem, and it's happening right across Alberta. So when you're talking bugs, there's one guy I know who will give you the straight scoop. It's Mike Jenkins. Works for the city of Edmonton. He is their bug expert. This guy knows bugs like nobody else knows bugs. So he is the pest management coordinator for the city of Edmonton, and I am thrilled that we have him with us this morning. Mike, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Now, I'm sure you know, and I'm sure you've had a million questions over the past few weeks. <laughs> what is going on with the wasp this summer, Mike? Uh, it's the the weather. Hot and dry equals more wasps uh, in general. Uh, they thrive in the hot conditions and can forage more in the dry uh, than when it's raining. And so they've been building their nests basically since May. And now they've reached the, the point they're uh, overflowing and they're sending out new queens and setting up new nests uh, all over the place. And those are growing as well. So So, we're not imagining things here. This is one of the worst years we've had for wasps in a long time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the the yellow jackets uh, uh, in particular uh, have uh, expanded beyond what we we normally see um, by orders of magnitude. Uh, So in a typical week uh, around this time of year, we would usually get, uh, uh, say, a dozen or so calls per week about uh, uh, yellow jackets on city property. Um, Now we're doing like 20 to 50 per day. Holy cow. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, now break this down for me because we just say wasps or we just say hornets or yellow jackets. What are we talking about here? You know, you know, the ones that I think most people are familiar with the little yellow hornets or what are those officially? What are we talking about? here? Those are officially yellow jackets. Yellow jackets. Um, Yeah. So we technically don't have hornets here. Um, Hornets are actually a European group uh, and Asian. So the, the uh, uh, famous murder hornets are actually a type of hornet. Uh, but it has to do with technical issues with uh, how their abdomen connects, uh, stuff like that. But ours are uh, yellow jackets. Um, okay. But those are all just a type of wasp. And there are actually thousands of species of wasp, uh, many of which most people will never notice. They're little uh, parasitic wasps that go after other insects. And most of them are really beneficial and really good pollinators. Um, but there's just about a dozen or so species of yellow jacket uh, in our area. And those are the ones that are... Uh, 
social. They're building the, the big paper nests uh, and uh, can get pretty territorial and stingy if you get too close to them. Okay, now what about those bloody big black and white ones? You know the ones I'm talking about? What are those? Yeah, so those are called bald-faced hornets, but technically they're not hornets. They're actually a type of yellow jacket. Okay, and are they any more dangerous? I mean, they're, they're terrifying because they're so big, but are, are they uh, more scary than a, a regular yellow jacket? They they are bigger, and they do have a more potent sting. Okay. Uh, I've been stung by them before, and it's definitely not fun. Um, but uh, they tend to build their nests high in aspen trees uh, and uh, away from people. So they don't typically end up in the sort of conflicts uh, that we, we get with our, our sort of common aerial and western yellow jackets um, right. that like to build their nests in people's backyards yeah <laughs> yeah we know those ones now you mentioned <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you mentioned murder hornets and i know that was a big uh, concern out yeah. on the west coast last year where are we at with murder hornets they're not here are they they're not here, and fortunately, even with a, a hot winter like or a hot summer like this, our winters are still cold enough that uh, there's very little chance that they could uh, uh, thrive or survive here. Okay. Um, so we're we're probably safe from the uh, the murder hornets here. Um, out on the west coast, however, uh, they they have found uh, several more nests, and they've actually uh, through genetics determined that they're separate introductions. So these are not um, sort of related to each other. Oh. These are uh, nests that have uh, uh, basically been introduced from uh, uh, Asia, Japan, somewhere uh, separately. So Interesting. Okay. <laughs> yes. Now, when, when you get attacked by the hornets, um, do they sting you? Do they bite you? What, what happens when you get attacked by a hornet? We've all been bitten or stung or whatever. What, what exactly is the process involved there? They, they can do both. Uh, right. So, yeah, they have uh, very powerful mandibles, and they can bite with those. And, of course, they have the stinger, which they will use to defend their nest and themselves. Uh, some of them, the aerial yellow jacket, can even spray venom, uh, which can get in your eyes. Or, um, oh, man. Do we have those here? We do. <laughs> they don't typically do that uh, unless you're getting really close to their nest. Something like uh, in your hot tub situation, yeah. um, if, if you'd torn open uh, a nest of the aerial yellow jackets, they might have uh, used that little tactic on you. <laughs> Seriously? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, like I say, uh, especially in the Edmonton area and, and up north, I know I've talked to some people in Fort McMurray um, and down in Red Deer, uh, many areas of the province dealing with just a, a, an inordinate number of wasps this year. And I've, I've tried a lot of the stupid things on the internet, the pop bottles with the top cut off and all the rest of that. They don't seem to... What do you do if you're being besieged by wasps in the backyard? What's your best course of action? Uh, yeah, uh, if you can locate where the nest is, uh, and that's where the, the source of those uh, foraging workers comes from. Um, so the, the pop bottles with the uh, uh, sort of a trap fluid in it, yeah. uh, those work quite well uh, in sort of uh, reducing the number of foraging okay. uh, uh, yellow jackets that are coming to your yard. Okay, well, what like am I do- I, I've got two of them. I haven't caught one, and they're all over the place. What do you have to put in them? Am I putting the wrong thing? Uh, possibly. So the, uh, they're generally looking for sugar. Um, so something really sweet and aromatic uh, helps a lot. Um, I usually use uh, uh, basically orange soda, uh, something along those lines, a touch of uh, just soap, and a little dash of peach schnapps. Get Ooh. some alcohol in there to get some volatiles going and carry that scent farther. Okay, so a little bit of liquor in there will get take. Uh, all right, I'm, I'm making notes here, Mike. Um, what about <laughs> these fake wasps' nests that you can hang? Do those work? Do they really scare them away? 
I've seen conflicting results uh, on those. Uh, I'm skeptical that they would work at all. Uh, the idea is that you put it up and the wasps think, oh, there's already a wasp nest here. We won't yeah. go there. Um, but depending on the species, uh, some wasps are not scared of other yellow jackets and will actually try to raid other nests. Also, they'll be in a so fighting mood. Up a, yeah, so putting up a fake one isn't going to slow those ones down. Um, it might convince a queen who's looking for a new place to set up a nest that, okay, there's already one here, and she might go somewhere else. But that's about the only circumstance I can think of where that would actually be really effective. Okay. Now, we found the nest. We know where it is. Um, I, I love that spray. You know, I think it's called one-shot spray or something like that. I mean, that stuff's fantastic. But I'm getting people texting me saying, I use brake cleaner. That's the best thing you can use. Other people say Pine Sol, Windex. I mean, there's a million different things. Once you've found the nest, what do you, as the bug expert, do? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Registered products uh, with uh, Health Canada, uh, like the one-shot spray, absolutely the, the uh, most effective thing to use. If you can't get to the nest uh, because it's under uh, sidewalk blocks or underneath the front steps, something along those lines, that's probably when it's time to call in professionals. Okay. So the, the professional pest management companies, um, they have the expertise to go in there and do it safely. They also have access to products uh, that uh, you can't get at Home Depot or Lowe's or anything like that. Um, so they're uh, a bit more potent um, active ingredients on them. No, you can't get any of that stuff right now anyway, Mike. You're pretty much on your own. I mean, you can't. Yeah, exactly. It. So the, the, the pest <laughs> management companies have uh, plenty of uh, their uh uh, chemicals on stock. So if you're if you're having an issue with that, I would definitely recommend uh, uh, potentially calling in professional. Uh, a lot of people say they just blast it with the garden hose. Will that work, or will they just come back? Uh, yeah, depending on the size of the nest, blasting it with the garden hose can definitely just uh, basically give you a giant cloud of very angry yellow jackets. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I wouldn't necessarily recommend that if it's a small enough nest. Uh, the queen has just uh, started setting up. It's only a few cells. It's only. Uh, 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 still very small, yeah. uh, garden hose might work. Uh, I would then stomp on it, or probably put it in a bag, uh, and then stomp on it uh, to make sure that anything inside there is uh, uh, well and truly gone. Um, but if it's uh, small enough, you can also just uh, go up with a garbage bag and uh, uh, quickly uh, <laughs> envelop the, the nest and pull it off. Yeah, okay. Um, you got to be a little, bit, uh, a little bit brave on that one. But, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, I would there... also recommend uh, uh, doing most of those things at night when all of the workers, all of the the uh, yellow jackets are in the nest. Yeah. Uh, so you don't end up with a whole bunch of basically homeless uh, and now really upset yellow jackets wandering around looking for the nest that's now gone. Yeah, that would be even worse. Um, now, I'm, I'm pleased to hear you're saying the best course of action here is to kill them. They're useless creatures, well, right? There's no reason they, to keep them. They're not, alive. no. Uh, we actually have a policy, uh, unless uh, the nest is in a, a place where there's a territorial conflict with humans, we actually leave the nest alone. So ones that are high up in aspen trees, in natural areas, things like that, uh, because yellow jackets are actually really beneficial. What do they do? Um, well, uh, they get most of their energy from nectar. That's why they're looking for sweet things like the, the orange pop, stuff like that. So they're going to flowers, collecting that nectar. As they're doing that, they're actually really important pollinators. Um, okay. So they're uh, uh, quite beneficial that way. Also, uh, the protein that they use to feed to their young, uh, they're getting most of that from flies and caterpillars and other things that we consider pests. And so all of the yellow jackets that are around now are a large reason why we're not seeing much problems with caterpillars. 
or mosquitoes. Those right now. But I mean, well, mosquitoes the, is more weather related, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. It's been so dry. There basically hasn't been an awful lot of uh, uh, mosquitoes uh, developing. The mosquitoes are a little small for the yellow jackets to go after. They probably don't take too many of those. Uh, but caterpillars, absolutely, they love those. Interesting. Okay, I'm just going to get a couple of quick questions from listeners here. Um, the wasps on the ground, are they the same as the one that build their nest in the trees? Uh, they can be. Uh, some of them can uh, be very variable in where they build nests, but some of them definitely have a preference. Things like the prairie yellow jacket and forest yellow jacket like building their nests underground, mm-hmm. often in rodent burrows, but they will use things like underneath the front steps or uh, if they find a hollow underneath a, a concrete block or something, um, they will use those. Okay. So, yeah, there, there's different species that uh, take advantage of different spots. Okay, now before I let you get out of here, we've I've got to have 10 people saying, what was the recipe again? I missed the recipe. I got peach schnapps. What's, <laughs> what's your wasp crap recipe, Mike? Uh, I, I use a, a, a very sweet, uh, very aromatic soda, uh, uh, something like orange pop or uh, uh, cream soda, something okay. along those lines. Uh, a couple of drops of dish soap. Yeah. Uh, so that breaks the surface tension, so when they land in it, they, they can't get out again. Uh, and a little bit of uh, a sweet alcohol, um, peach schnapps, Southern Comfort, something along those lines that creates some nice volatiles to go out and uh, uh, draw Lure those wasps. them in. Yeah. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you, Mike. Always, always a thrill to talk to you. I appreciate it. Thank you. That is Mike Jenkins, who is uh, the pest management coordinator for the city of Edmonton and... Uh, He's the bug guy. I mean, that's what he's known as. You, you got a question about bugs. Mike is the guy. So there you go. There's the uh, Wasps 101. The recipe again, sweet pop. He uses orange or cream soda. Couple drops of dish soap. And then throw a little peach schnapps in there. Again, I guess if they don't come to it, then, then you got a drink. Ready to go. Whenever you want.